You're listening to a 95 BFM podcast. Take off your jacket, because it's time to get deep under the covers with a loose read. Morena Jenna, how are you? Morena, I'm good. It's good. A home straight week. Oh Hopefully. yes, I went into time out and did some Christmas shopping on the weekend. It was great. I sorted so much out. We've got something for everyone. I Suri very ha- helpfully wrapped my um, books for me, which is awesome. But then I've forgotten which one <laughs> is which, so I'm going to have to unwrap one end and have a little peek in. Or send me a picture. I might be able to tell from the. I believe shape. that as well. <laughs> uh, we're talking about the Booker Prize winner today, and also Agony Auntie some difficult people to shop my for. Dreams. Yes. So any last minute ones, 5395, got a person, give us their vibes and Jenna will help uh, find a book for them. But Profit Song, tell us a wee bit about this Yes, book. I did some homework for you guys because I thought I should review uh, the Booker winner, which was announced a couple of weeks ago, Profit Song by Paul Lynch, one of the three Pauls shortlisted. This is an IRA also... Irish writing is huge at the moment. Uh, This is set in Dublin. It's about a couple, Larry and Eilish Stack. Someone comes to the... There's a populist government who's been elected recently in the last two years. Someone comes to the door to interview Larry. They're a new set-up secret service uh, agency as part of the government. And he he works for the Trade Union of Teachers. Um, and they're like a bit suspicious of him. Oh, they have four kids, including a new surprise baby. And uh, how do I put this? Uh, so there's demonstration, and Larry gets arrested, right. and they just never hear from him. So <gasps> things start building up. It's this wow. pressure. Um, and it's all from Eilish's point of view. So, in terms of writing style, it's really insular. There's no paragraph breaks. There's no oh my punctuation God. and dialogue. Oh, Great no summary. No punctuation, but it's okay. You can do it. Can do it. <laughs> it reminds me a lot of um, one of my favorite books of all time called Ducks Newbury Port, but about a quarter of the size of that. Yes, book. that is a tomb, that book. Then, yeah. Which and it's amazing. Uh, super is super domestic. So Eilish is just trying to keep it together. Mm. Her son, her oldest son Mark, is sixteen. He's about to be turned seventeen, and he's got a letter. He's been called up for to serve in the military. Um, and there's also rebel fighters uh, fighting. And the whole part of the story is like, when do you leave? When mm. do you go? Especially when you have people in your family not there. You can't communicate with them, so your home is the only place you know where you could meet them. Gosh. Um, this, the one thing that annoys me about this book is that it's described as dystopian. And yes, it's dystopian for the Republic of Ireland, but it's not dystopian at all. No. It is happening right now. Mm-hmm just trying to keep everyone together stay alive and as those things that keep you comforted are just being taken away from you mm. because of what you believe in crikey this sounds uh, like an incredibly topical read hugely topical it actually made me feel quite upset last night uh but it, and it is horrifying, but I think it's really important to read. Mm-hmm. It's a perfect gift for someone in your family that doesn't demonstrate 
particular, um, particularly much empathy towards people. <laughs> Appointed Christmas present. <laughs> and you might snap them, you know, uh, uh, before they know it and they're hooked. But really well written. Amazing. It's really powerful. So I, this yeah. is the Booker winner this year. It is the actual Booker winner. Paul yes. Lynch, Prophet Song. Okay, we've got a few Agony Aunt questions from the listeners uh, for you this morning, Jenna. Somebody's texted in, Paul H has texted in saying, I've got an adult male BFM listener type friend and we've been trying to get him into reading. All he's liked so far has been books where the protagonist is a drifting waster. I just recently lent him Cloud Cuckoo Land, which we both loved. Any wrecks? I love Cloud Cuckoo Land. That's such a great book. And I don't think there's too many wasters in that. But I, <laughs> one book I've thought of uh, would be The Vulnerables by Sigrid Nunez. She's one of my favourite writers of all time. No, there's not... I, I, my book club read this and some of them didn't really like it which is so upsetting to me but it's not really plot driven mm. um, but it's about a woman who's moving through the pandemic in in New York but it's not really all about the pandemic she writes about yep. everything while writing about nothing mm. but there is also this young male character in it who's a bit of a waste mm. uh, <laughs> and so that could be quite good also another thought could be um this is non-fiction, but Thurston Moore has a, it's a good one biography. For drifters. <laughs> and, um, it's called Sonic Life, and I just, I've got this in my reading pile for summer, and I cannot re- wait to read his rebuttal to Kim Gordon's book. I think those, are, those would be a great compendium. Depending on who you favour would be the order you read them in, I reckon. Exactly. Maybe yeah. you have to go back to the other one if you disagreed with some uh, vibes of one or the I other. I know, man, that was an angry book, Girl in the Band. But it rules, though. It's a great so. book. Uh, great book. Great recommendations. Uh, we've got a few other Agony Aunt questions. What else have we got here, Stel? Yeah, someone has... An auntie, a very well-read auntie, who's up to date with anything that the listener <clears throat> or RNZ has probably recommended. Any thoughts on those? Are like hard. That? To, that's so hard to buy for. My auntie is like that. My yeah. grandma is they, like that. People who have, have everything. Yeah, but so up with it with the play. Damn. I think if she. This, I think this was on the listener, but only a couple of weeks ago. It's one of my favourite books of the year. It's called The Postcard by Amber Est. It's a French translation, and it's based on a true story. It's kind of autofiction about this family <clears throat> that receive a postcard with four names written on it in the Ooh. early 2000s. And the names are of the four people in their family that were murdered in Auschwitz. Wow. And the author maybe like 15 years later decides to find out who wrote the postcard and i'm pretty sure the postcard was sent from france anyway it she finds out who it is and it's a big book and it's so good it's got three distinct parts to it quite a typical uh family going to ask which story but very moving and then uh a lot about her identity and going on this mission. Amazing. It's really, really good. Oh, that sounds like a good get. What was the name of that one again? It's called The Postcard by Amber Est. And you can see the picture of the postcard and you can, like, investigate around it. Oh, that yeah. That was a really great read. Good one for maybe the, the sort of, like, um, true crime type people who like to listen and try and work it out as it goes along as well, yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's got all those ingredients for, like, mystery, uh, history, 
and uh, literary French translation. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, that sounds like one for the smart aunties, for sure. <laughs> uh, we've also got someone who's texted in saying they have a super smart, funny tween girl in their whanau who reads above her age range. She loves fantasy and YA. She's read all the Hunger Games, all the Harry Potters, uh, and some other stuff that I can't remember the name of, but it's got some dragons on the cover. Please <laughs> okay. help. I hope she hasn't read this. It's been out for a couple of months. It's by one of the most amazing children's authors who's out there at the moment. Her name's Catherine Rundell. It's called Impos- Impossible Creatures. And it's got it's got some mythical creatures and some magical islands. And this is the book that our children's by Katie is pushing on to everyone. So Name. it's a bit literary. It's literary tween. Amazing. Uh, kids. Perfect. There's also Chloe Gong, who is actually a New Zealand author. She's a New York Times bestselling author. Wow. And that would probably be a bit lighter or sort of a bit more pulpy but she writes these um kind of like looking back in time um fantastical reads as well i think she, she could be a good one depending on what age they are chloe gone could be so i'm i'm not a huge believer of age what do you call it reading ages but yeah, yeah. she would be in the slightly older bracket where Catherine rundell you could go you could go from eight to nine I think if they're a really good reader but then go up to almost 15 as well depending totally. on what they're into fantastic uh, we will link all of these books and their recommendations in the podcast after the show for anyone who's trying to track down a good shopping list and we'll see you in the shop it's see a good time you. to get out there and get some Christmas presents uh, thank you Jenna have a really lovely holiday break and we'll see you in the new year you too can't wait to see you guys next year that was Loose Reads That was a 95BFM podcast. Support 95BFM with a B-card. Go to 95BFM.com slash sign up.